Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. All right, it's the Luca Pete show. It is a Thursday. Let's look at the calendar. The 12th of August. How the hell did that happen? We've hardly had any summer. I'm fuming. Absolutely fuming. My tan levels are through the floor. Uh, although I did look rather brown this morning because I came in on my scooter um, one-handed, uh, carrying a Costa um, hazelnut latte all over myself. I had to go back and change. Disgusting. Uh, Luke's still away. <laughs> And Charlie from Stack is here. Hello, mate. We never talk on microphone. No, this though is we very talk weird. pretty much every day in the office and in the studio and stuff. Being this side of the mic is very strange. I've heard you w- at one point on one show being interviewed and chatting about Stack and your work at Stack, and I thought I need a little bit on the Luke and Pete show. There's a reason that's never seen the light. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll are. tell you what, though, I'd, um, I sent my dad. A microphone, a pop shield, um, and the kit that he needed to do a look at Pete Shaw webcam. Uh, and then um, quite late in the day, uh, he said no. He said he didn't what? want to do it. Oh, maybe the, maybe the all the kit arriving, it made it feel Stre- real. Yeah, yeah, I think it stressed him out a little yeah, bit. And he said, he said, oh, I don't want people knowing where I live. And I was like, <laughs> Dad, if you type Stuart Donaldson Hartlepool into Google, my, you're literally there as my dad. Like, because really? I was interviewed by his uh, his solicitors firm that he worked for. He was just doing some admin uh, late, late in his uh, just before he retired. And uh, yeah, like I'm literally down there as he, he doesn't want to connect people to connect the dots between me and and Stewie has Donaldson. It, has He's, he listened to any of your output? We're always talking about Stewie Donaldson. <laughs> yeah. We're always talking about Stewie Donaldson. He doesn't want to be involved. So, um, <laughs> so he's got a Morant's podcast pack. <laughs> Yeah. Number one. He's starting his own show with he's... The Guardian, that's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's uh, he's branching out on his own. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, so when, when Luke is near or when I'm not here, I think it's important to um, kind of go around the houses a little bit, get like the state of play, the state of the nation, the state of the stack empire uh, and find out what the bloody hell's going on. And, and Charlie is involved uh, and is incredibly important in pretty much every show uh, that we put out here uh, at Stack. He's the head of production and he, he just doesn't get enough props in my uh, humble opinion. So I've got Charlie on the show. Charlie, are you enjoying the Luke Pete show thus far? Very much, yeah. Yeah, cool. I've, listening to it on the train each day and now I'm on the other side of it and it will, I'll think, oh man, God, it's not as easy as it it's sounds. It's not as easy as it sounds. Pete He's doesn't sound... batteries, don't each... <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've got some batteries coming up a little bit later on because it is a Thursday. Uh, so tell us a little bit about like what you do here at Stack. Obviously, it's not just, you know, plugging a microphone in and telling people which end to speak into. (laughs) 
Yeah, so it's a little bit of everything that's kind of not that really. Mm. So um, initially, my kind of some of the focus is on our football stuff. So the football yep. ramble is my kind of like day to day. Charles Newcastle fan, I even am. though he is how old are you? Twenty six. Six. I mean that is yeah. That is that is dirge. At least yeah, I had the nineties, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but they look so good on those old DVDs. That's <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's kind of our main. Uh, that's my main remit, really. Uh, all the football stuff we do, uh, and Melissa Reddy's show between the lines as well. Mm. And then yeah, the head of production stuff is a little bit more. Just kind of canvassing all the shows we do and making sure they're you know going out on time mm. to the best that we can get them, as well as looking at kind of new shows, new projects coming in through the door. Just like generally keeping stuff going along really i've got the the other guys at stack who we work with who do all the actual grunt work and all the hard stuff <laughs> we just kind of i just kind of steer it and make sure they're going, oh yeah all right yeah all right cool yeah just in our world really. and, and and this month i mean we, we've got or we've had or we've got like we've had natalie beth uh finn uh katie uh, Blondine Andrea in Costa Rica Andrea in Costa Rica Is she back yet? Yes Quarantining <laughs> or something She was on a secret She was on a secret project To Mission, uh, Costa yeah. Rica Very very exciting mm. So yeah We're taking a stack Worldwide oh, um, yeah. it, in, in, in the middle of a pandemic Which is <laughs> scary But yeah um, So what do you like About working on a show Such as the Football Ramble For example Who is the best presenter Who's the best <laughs> one Who's the worst one Who is the most punctual Not today I was very late today but that was because yeah. of a train <laughs> like I just want, it's 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 not spell it's it's not spellsy it's never spellsy that's that's the thing Bless him. he has many traits punctuality <laughs> is occasionally not often not one uh now nah, it's fun it's, it's good i was always like at sc- uh, school and uni i'd kind of thought this was a like doing sports related stuff i was like oh it'd be fun to do but no one does that mm. and then somehow through kind of persistence and probably quite lucky timing stumbled into it part-time with you guys and it's just grown from there really which mm. has been which has been great really so no matter how often people might be late or <laughs> they'll turn in you know an odd bit for the show and we think a difficult edit i'll, pro- I'll probably get rid of that to be fair yeah. oh that sounds that sounds very much like it's loaded in that that revolver that blunderbuss is loaded yeah. in my direction charlie yeah. unbelievable Pete, you 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 do know the media laws. You know the laws. You know, <laughs> know I'll have to cut that. I'll, out dance, anyway. I'll dance right up to them and oh, then yeah. dance away, <laughs> laughing, doing doing the middle fingers. Yeah. So even if the sweats are often caused from that, it is a good laugh. It's really oh, well, that's good to hear. Mm. Who's who's the best person you've kind of had to deal with on Zoom? Because you, you, whenever I walk in the room, you're always on Zoom with a footballer. Yeah, it's a bit weird. <laughs> it is. I I think the the Zoom does remove an element of the kind of mystique, right? Because we spoke to Arsene Wenger was the big one. And, it was. and he was on a toilet. It was disgusting. Yeah, oh, it was great. Yeah, yeah. He's doing really the echoey shit. in the bathroom. Yeah, really weird. <laughs> and uh, no, it was great because like he's obviously doing like the the rounds of uh, press for like when his book came out or whatever. Mm. And uh, so we're online and like Andy Russell from the show's kind of set up ready to go. We're like, oh, this is this is exciting. And there's just an empty chair like in shot, and you can hear him off camera being like. Oh, is this the last one of the day? So, so many. <laughs> like he basically saying, I can't be asked for this. Yeah. Who is this? I don't know what a podcast is. Yeah. I don't care for it. So yeah, that I re- the mystique is removed. I remember I remember doing um and, and that one of the things that kind of people asked me when I used to do a lot of like press junkets for like films and stuff. You know, I spoke to some pretty mm. big yeah, chunky yeah, big names. But it was a nightmare. Cause it, cause like they don't want to be there. They're in they're in like a Soho hotel, an airless uh, windowless room for two days, and they just get flat batting away 
the same questions yeah, and the yeah. same responses that they've uh, that they've pre-organised and, and, and pre-written, and it's, and it's tedious. Um, what made me laugh about Christina Applegate, who I think has just uh, announced that she's suddenly got a mess uh, today, in fact, yeah. which is why it puts me on memory. But she had her own clipboard. He had the press people and and her uh, handler who would sort of go, right, this is Pete Donaldson. He's going to talk about Anchorman Two, or whatever. And she'd go, right, watch it. And she'd have her own clipboard, so wow. she knew exactly who she was talking to, exactly how long it was going to go, uh, and whether I was the last one of the day she insisted on having her own clipboard which i thought was very do you uh, in that organized. situation do you want what do you want as the interviewer do you want to be like early on so you can catch them fresh or do you want to try and when they're a bit bored and they're maybe a little bit loosened up and like you know wanting to spice it up yeah when they're a bit tired and they're really jet lagged and they're really done um i like the early ones because people are always exhausted and giddy uh and so you get Ah, like Like even like Dave Batista, who probably gets up at five o'clock in the morning and hits the yeah, gym for big, about big three, three hours or something yeah. like that. Um, he's a bit giddy, but, but he was a bit giddy a couple of times. That I interviewed him, and you he said was he was really, a lovely man, right? Lo, lo, my favorite, easily my favorite interview. Nice. And uh, he really likes the fries you get from uh, Leon. Oh wow! <laughs> Those little kind of yeah, checkerboard yeah. The crinkly, fries, the crinkly ones. Yeah. Respect. No, so there you go. Carbs though, like pre gym, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, I guess you look when amazing. you get to that, when I eat them, I look like shit. <laughs> And he looks great, yeah. <laughs> I feel all greasy. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to um, pile through um, a couple of new stories. Um, I saw a man on the internet, Charlie. He straightened a pig's tail by stroking its back. Now, pig's tails, by their very nature, are very curly. They're, they're very, they're very yeah. well, they're wriggly and they're very curly. And uh, this guy managed to, <laughs> just by rubbing his, his finger down the back, it sounds pornographic but it really isn't yeah. just by sort of like running the finger down the back of the pig uh, the, the the pig's tail oh, yeah. just kind of unfurls like that that is I don't know if that's some like kind of weird psychic Darren Brown <laughs> What's or it if in un- theory we could have a go now. this afternoon I just I just think we need to go to Kentish Town Petting Zoo yeah. and get our fingers hey, in a, in a we pig. told you what are you doing <laughs> get out that is an unfurl of a little curly pig's tail yeah I mean what where your shows uh, that you kind of produce and exec produce and, and, and show run uh, different differ to uh, Logan Pete show is that I'll just see something in the, on the internet which is such a visual feature. Oh yeah, and then I'll come out on it and go. I saw a man straightening a pig's tail yeah. by pulling their finger across the back of a pig. But the point is, I would very much like people to get in touch who have access to pigs, large, small. I don't really care. Give them a little. Can you straighten a pig's tail by um, fingering its back end, so to speak? <laughs> I was going to say that you'll get stuff from the dark depths where you pull out most of the content ideas for Luke anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can go back to your favourite sort of Zoom calls. I mean, we're talking about Arsene Wenger. We've got like, um, uh, you were in Jamie Redknapp's house at one point. We were, I yes. I recall. He was... I bet he's got some decor. Oh, yeah, 100%. Did you, make, like, you should take your shoes off? Uh, he didn't actually, which I thought nice. he might do because his touch. house is very, uh, it's very modern and it's very like... Um, kind of like leafy footballer suburb in, right. in like uh, Surrey in England. I have uh, I have a sort of big thing about I will never ask anyone to take their shoes off. I appreciate it if people do. Mm. And I will always offer and, and indeed take my shoes off uh, without being asked. But I always get a bit offended when people ask. Yeah. I, know I find, you, I find what, it a bit... What, what do you have to qualify the, the filth that you're bringing in here? If you have to ask, it means you think your shoes are a bit filthy already, so you should have just gone for it and taken them off. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, don't don't clarify it. If you need to clarify it, something's wrong here. 
but his was all like there's a lot of like marble and like embossed floor right okay. so one would assume it'd be easier to clean than like a plush carpet where where about you because you live quite near Brixton don't you yeah kind of like is that your first would, where are you from originally like kind of uh, about sort of Guildford like Surrey direction right okay so yeah. that's is it was that your first um, London home was that your first kind of London uh, proper London house yeah yeah right. I kind of dotted around before basically to be able to get to the studio easier when I first started. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, with a few lads from university, and we moved down there. And we're in oh, the. Uh, mate, we're How many in the people sw- in your house? There's four of us. Right. And okay. we're in the sweet spot of. I feel a bit sad that a lot of, like a lot of London generally, probably England as a whole, but a lot of South London is going through a lot of gentrification. Yeah. Which, on one hand, like, does genuinely make me sad. But then I have to think, yeah, but I kind of am part of the problem here. <laughs> because the. <laughs> no, you're just living there. Yeah, I suppose. It's four to a house. It's hardly like, you know, yeah. a fancy little kind of like country pile, is it? I mean, you've yeah, moved done well there, I But suppose. you've moved, has moving out of the big smoke, has it changed your opinion of what it's actually like being in London? Or do you just, was it just the natural next step and you kind of park one and pick up the next? I'm just very aware that uh, this is something that everybody does and they yeah. will try and rationalise it. And whatever I say will be seen as as uh, me letting down my punk rock DIY ethos. <laughs> whatever you do, it's a letdown. Whatever we do on like any of our shows, if we suddenly change something, people get mm. upset and they sort of go, this is against what this show used to stand for. <laughs> this is against what yeah. this used we to be. We need Pete in Soho <laughs> when the other yeah. lads don't quite know where he is. And I, and, I, yeah, and I think that I think people needed me to be there mm. living in my little grief hall. I think people needed a bit of that to make them feel better about themselves personally. Yeah. It could be worse because the bloke I'm listening to lives above lives a nightclub in, fa- <laughs> in, in a hellhole. <laughs> Exactly. For twenty years. Yeah. No. <laughs> what I like about it is that pretty much everyone I know, when they walk past that house, which has not been re uh, re inhabited, no, they couldn't get really? anyone to replace me. Uh, I don't know what I did in that home. Horrors. But I, I did look. I got my deposit back, so I didn't after six years and spiritual so and emotional damage can't be accountable. <laughs> can't be accountable. Um, but yeah, they have to. Um, yeah, they couldn't get someone else. But but people keep taking pictures of themselves outside. My yeah, house. I tried to actually. You'll have seen the other week, mm. but. I couldn't remember which one it was and it was in the just like London's opening up and everyone like thinks we're in Madrid and they're eating outside. Yeah. So there was like a Very thousand different. people down the street and I was like, if I go down and pose outside every door, someone's going to come and like politely remove me. And say, <laughs> there are some very underwhelming night spots in all Compton Street and Soho mm. in general. Uh, that have adopted this kind of like outside dining yeah, sort of situation. Yeah, the cafe culture. Yeah. I'd, I'd sort of see it with like the members club, like the Groucho and stuff. And it's like on Dean Street. And it's like, why, how can you sort of, you know, the whole thing is, is a members thing. But then anyone can sit on those tables outside, yeah. surely. That is, yeah, you're you can really, just sort of sneak in and just sort of sit there, surely. Your kind of, your entry barrier is lowered <laughs> distinctly. You think, oh yeah, it'd be nice for our patrons to sit outside among people who were chancing their arm and um, haven't paid um, for it. And why isn't... Is it St. Moritz or La Floridita? One of them's Li- an indie nightclub, one of them's a strip club. Not, I was going to say, neither of those <laughs> meant anything to me there. Is it La Floridita? Or is it, either way, it's on this, It's further It's further up the road on uh, on Dean Street, past the Crown Two Chairman. Very London-centric. Mm. But they always had very much an open-door... Po- again, an open-door policy, like, a, like big shutters open to the world mm. uh, with uh, topless ladies uh, walking around and stuff. I've ne- I, I must admit, I'm, I'm sure people have very strong opinions about my lifestyle. Never been in. <laughs> but you don't need to be in because you can just look in as yeah. you walk past of the last in bikinis and stuff. And you're like, 
I mean, I don't your know how bold selling point is, the... is a little a little secret place where you can look yeah. at lasses without their with, with their boobies out. Why would you open that up to the world? And yeah, it's always been like that, and I've never understood. Yeah, that is weird. They've not adopted the cafe culture. That's all. I'm no, saying. no, no. I mean, it is funny that the that seems to be a thing of like you know officials or whatever will be like, oh yeah, we want this like cafe culture kind of stuff, <laughs> and then it's just women with their boobs <laughs> Nobody wants falling this. over chairs that they haven't paid for because they're not a member there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. It's not yeah. right. Uh, right. Uh, enough uh, talking about um, uh, the sex trade and uh, let's uh, hit an ad break. We'll be back with some battery brands and stuff. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> oh, we're back. We're back. Charlie moves his water bottle away from my COVID-emitting mouth. I'm all right, Charlie. Two weeks clean, mate. Don't yeah. worry about it. We all had to suffer. Charlie, I'm so sorry, mate. I made uh, so many people uh, work from home. Finn, yeah. Charlie. Blondine got away with it because she was behind a, a plastic sheet. Not plastic <laughs> sheet. That sounds bad. She had died. She had so, uh... <laughs> Plastic uh, yeah. resin. What do you call it? A, a latex uh, screen and resin screen. Latex. Later. I don't know. She's still on, on Copter Street. <laughs> um, but yeah, what did you do on your week at home? Did it make it more difficult? Did it make it more pleasurable? Um, Am I more palatable over a Zoom call? No, I like seeing you. In, I like experiencing the sprinkles of chaos in person. No way you are. It's nice to know yeah. where I am, isn't it? Really? That is true. The narrow frame of the Zoom screen makes you think Pete could literally be anywhere. He, he could, yeah. I saw a guy doing like a... Um, Another very visual thing. Uh, he'd put like a kind of green screen on his back, like a, like a backpack sort of thing. Right. 
and he was doing, uh, he was on like a motorbike uh, with a laptop on his lap, and he was on a motorbike doing massive flips off uh, off off this kind of like country uh, trail, uh, and he was doing like jumps and stuff on on this motorbike. Um, but it, he was on Zoom at the same time nice. on a 4G connection. Nice. It looked really funny because he's got, it just looks like he's in, and his background's the office. Yeah. And he's just in the office, he's going, <laughs> like really grimacing and wobbling around. Oh, it's a lovely touch. I really oh, enjoyed it. Um, so every Thursday, uh, Charlie, um, you may or may not be aware, we talk about uh, battery brands. Oh, yeah. And uh, we got a message from Tony Potter. And uh, yeah, he got in touch about uh, battery brands, uh, batteries uh, that you, uh, every week we sort of try and find new ones to go on to the Luca Picture battery list. Uh, Tony Potter has got in touch. Uh, Morning, guys. Image attached to my entry as a new player in the battery game. Uh, Survival Frog. Rechargeable batteries. Is this also the first USB rechargeable battery you've had on the show? don't do a lot of rechargeable batteries and I'm not sure they're allowed to be in Wait, the list so it's really. A, a battery that you can then charge by USB? Yeah, they've been around for about 10, 15 years and when they first came on the scene I was like, that is fucking cool. I was going to say, I've just got Normal a that, I've never battery. seen that before in my life Have that you is not? amazing. Normal air battery Pop the top off, pop one of the connectors off, great. and looks underneath like a, you've got a little like a USB. <laughs> it does look like a vape. That's probably where they got their... Uh... Does anyone in your house vape? Thankfully not. <gasps> because it's you know I'd rather what? cigarette n- smoke. Yeah, I would too. Proper take me back. But I think mm. with with uh, vape, it's not even the vape juice. It's not even the vape smell. It's whenever you fucking talk to someone on the phone. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like cracking on. Yeah, yeah. That and you can great. hear people doing it on like podcasts and stuff. Yeah. And it's going, I know you think we can't see you. Yeah. And we can't because it is very audio. The RSSB doesn't allow video. But um, yeah, it's can, just disrespectful. Yeah, it's Take grim. an hour off. I can hear the plumes of like, strawberry swirl or whatever the fuck it is you're smoking i can hear it and i don't like it it's the it's the volume of plume that gets me i think it's it's people who really they like turbo steam charge train. it's like you you didn't smoke like that when you smoked yeah, 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 yeah. why do you need that amount of yeah. fat rip in your lungs <laughs> yeah it's terrible and 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 it's more like it i can understand why people would think and why luke always says he thinks that i should get into vaping um because it's colorful it's mm. uh, bad for my health. Yeah. It's uh, it's like there's all kinds of cartoons. But I associate kind of with like the, the craft beer movement. Are you a bit of a kind oh, no, of you, you and I? You and I have got we we're on, singing from the same hymn sheet in right. terms of this. The general craft beer scene. While I like beer generally, and, and I like people who like beer. Exactly. Well, well, <laughs> but some of them. I mean, perhaps you know, evident by some of the recent things in the news. Mm. Yeah. That's how you skirt around it. <laughs> suggest that maybe... Right, legal Charlie. Suggest that maybe it's not as wholesome and as... I think I bought some legal Charlie once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuck it in my vape and charged it. Yeah. No, and, uh, but yeah, the, the general movement, I think... Genuinely, like the second week here, I think, uh, you and I were discussing our mutual hatred of Brewdog. Right, okay. And it's just more just like how... <laughs> insufferable some of the kind of rigmarole around it it's, is it's it's uh chippy oat milk packaging it's it's yeah, that kind yeah, yeah. of like we we have spent too much time on the packaging and not enough time on the booze itself because mm. the booze tastes like fucking twigs yeah <sighs> um couple of subjects that have come up over the past couple of weeks on emails um <laughs> sandwiches up the wall I've written down right. um somebody uh moved a house and behind a cupboard uh, someone in the home had left a a completely 
uh, a plastic wrapped uh, sandwich, effectively, and it turned black. It rotted, but it had maintained the uh, the the. the, the um, the, the plastic wrap, so it right. didn't actually stink, so nobody really noticed <laughs> this horrible black sandwich. Have you ever sort of like found something on when you've moved house and sort of went, I had no idea I even had that. To be quite frank, it's it, it's. I always find when I move house, it's it's when I get the most interested in all of my possessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is <laughs> odd. The the one that does spring to mind is actually my girlfriend moved house semi recently, mm. and uh, they heard this like scratching in the wall, kind of scrabbling around. And I quickly found out, oh, yeah, there must be a mouse. And you're like, oh, it's a bit grim, but whatever. And then you're like, oh, it's probably just a one-off. Like, it's cold. It somehow got in. It's fine. Managed to get it and, like, kind of usher it out, like, three days later. And then they found, I think by chance, like, a week later, they were doing something with the kitchen or something. Mouse nightclub. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, mouse tea bar. No, there was, like, the pullback the skirting board, and I'm not joking, like, 45 to 50 mouse traps just littered through. And obviously, like, this has been a problem for fucking years. Yeah. like neither the landlord or the pastor, even the tenants leave a note like, sorry, lads, there is a severe mouse problem here. Right. They actually own the house because they've been here so long through some squatting rule that they now own it. So your landlord is actually a mouse or something like that. <laughs> but you like, yeah, just grim stuff like that. Yeah, and the, oh. rent, the rental is worse for that. You just peel back. You can almost like, it's like a tree when you like look at the kind of cut of a tree and you can tell how old it is. Yes. If you peel back different aspects of a rental house to find something, you think, oh, that's two years old or yeah. oh, that's 10 years old. And but there's different like eras of mouse traps. 100%. <laughs> Going back to the chemical ones of the yeah, 70s. Yeah. yeah, oh, it smells a bit weird in there. It's fine. But so the sandwich was essentially structurally intact. Yeah, but completely black. I right. presume it had shra- I'd probably lost an inch or two, but yeah. I just, oh, man. That's amazing to be fair. I've uh, I've I've been. Uh, am I? Is it terrible? I've killed a lot of ants recently. Uh, I, there was there's an ant. I bought a house. If they inconvenience you, I'd say. Well, they don't inconvenience me. I'm just worried that it. I mean, they're literally digging up. Like they they have decimated the cement uh, uh, in my patio, and I'm like, that's my house now. That's my yeah. responsibility. I've yeah. got to deal with this. No, now. I, that's, I'd say that's. And fair. there's a mixture of normal ants and then the flying ants as well. They oh, they seem weird. to be inhabiting the same little kind of corner of the of the patio. And I'm like, I've got to solve this problem lest my house just crumbles. because yeah. yeah, that's an infestation. Yeah. Do your do ants are they the ones that when if you leave them dead they'll get eaten and attract other ants? Because when I lived in Florida, oh. we had a cockroach infestation, and the guy said, "Oh no, don't kill them because." If, or if you kill them, then like dispose of them. Because if you kind of kill them and then they somehow kind of die, like I don't know, in the walls, or yeah, right. Then they attract other More cockroaches, cockroaches which feed on them. So it's like some horrible. Snowball, fractal yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like you just get more and more and more grim. down the. Yeah, oh. grim. You don't want that, but they weren't destroying our patio. I suppose, so. <laughs> I've got to take responsibility yeah. for this. Uh, right, uh, we've got a couple of emails from who have we got here? Jack Hancock, the old Jack Hancock. Hello, Luke and Pete. Uh, when I was a little, I went on a family holiday at the sunny island of Menorca. On this holiday, the natural first thing to do was take a dip in the sea. What happened next, though, traumatized me for many years. I ran out of the sea as I felt something on my leg, only to see that there was this massive bloody octopus thing crawling up my leg. Wow. Safe to say, I was very wary of the sea for many years after that. I mean, if you encounter one of Cthulhu's offspring as mm. you're sort of <laughs> paddling around, I am constant. I live by the sea now, and every now and again I'll sort of jump in the sea if it's too hot, uh, but I am constantly worried about jellyfish because I've never been stung by one. I don't know right. how much it hurts. Yeah, yeah. You have you? Uh, no. Right. I, had, I used to have that with wasps. Where I was like right, bees, until I was like, you get God, yeah. the terror's really there. And I was stung by being, it was painful, but you're not, okay, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, okay. So maybe that would be the same. But well, some, I, yeah. I remember sort of being in Cape Verde and there was this stinger that kept stinging me. 
It was like a flying uh, oh, wow. waspy sort of thing, a horny thing that kept stinging me. Like it kept, it would, it would just go ah, and I'd go ah, you bastard, and it would, and then it would fuck off, and then it would come back and sting me a bit more. And I was like, is this what a wasp sticks like? Because yeah. the last time I was stung, it was on the waltzers when I was a kid. Right. And I can't uh, remember what it... I remember that the, the wasp was just fucking about on my hand. Yeah. And then it just sort of uh, went for me. But um, yeah, it, I've not been bothered by Mother Nature for such a long time. I worry, like you, mm. I worry that it's going to be absolute agony. We're living in your 20 years or whatever it was in a hermet- essentially a hermetically sealed London bubble of almost no wildlife. <laughs> yes. Going there, you're gonna it'll be like an almost like a sensory overload. Oh mate, I saw a fucking big badger like for the first time in my nice. life. Just in the street, just yeah. wandering around. Just... And you're not allowed to fuck with them. You're not allowed to just like and no. they are big bastards. Mm. Big so old like foxes claws. are the only things you get here. Yeah. And then you get to experience every other organism that's ever been made or live yeah. in the UK the second you get out of <laughs> I remember seeing in uh, sort of Piccadilly Circus a fox sort of running around yeah. on Piccadilly Circus that was cool I was yeah, like that's... that's a cool fox yeah they were just so brazen as well mm. you just, it literally you're like walking home and it, the sun has just gone down and it's just like pottering around mm. it's like a fucking like cat or something you just look over and it just goes alright <laughs> yeah and that's it that, uh, the wildlife out where you are must be nice, no? My, my, no jellyfish. Where? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where the. Je- I don't know what the how what attracts jellyfish. I don't know how you can sort of figure out the jellyfish are in the area. If there's a man get a to little... be stung by the first jellyfish on the east coast of England industry, <laughs> it would be. It you. would be me. I th- I think uh, if you're on like a dodgy website, it might flash up a little advert like jellyfish in your area. Yes, it's hot jellyfish yeah. in your area, ready to sting. <laughs> Ready to put their tendrils into you, but like the the man next door when we went out for a drink uh, a few weeks ago, he sort of went, um, "All right, he moved in now." I'd probably tell you, uh, uh, you're in your ass in your garden. There was this. Uh, they got an exterminator uh, to move on the foxes uh, that were just fucking the shit out of the. Um, not fucking the shit out of them, just just, just, just kicking shit out of the Fox garden. Fox orgies were happening Fox in your orgies. garden, <laughs> um, which is a, an acquired taste when it comes to that sound. But um, yeah, mm. apparently this guy just caught. Both of the uh, foxes in this in this uh, cage, and they thought, "Oh, they're just going to get rid of them, you know, let them out." Um, but they just shot them. Jesus! <laughs> With a gun, Charlie. Gee, why? Executed ISIS style in my garden. Two of the fuckers. That won't. That will happen again as That's well. <laughs> Before you, you know it, will. <laughs> People come in with what I assume is fox blood in his hands. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't Pete, know. it's happened again. Yes. I didn't know that you were allowed to just shoot foxes. There'll be no some like, weird, weird, like you know, all those. I'm no doubt I've talked about it on the show before, but mm. like those rules from like the 1400s where right and yours will be like if a man from Harlequin is wearing a top hat like in Essex in the east of England you can shoot a fox if it's yeah. caught by yourself or yeah something. exactly so probably with the crossbow right. yeah probably be alright um, well Charlie I mean we got through uh, one email and it was just basically a man who got an octopus on his leg mm. We've had better emails. Yeah, don't we've fear, had way don't worse fear as well. Don't fear the sea. Exactly. Too the only things that could kill you in the sea, you have no say over. That's what I would say. So, like, if you see a great white shark and it wants to eat you, it's going to eat you. Right. So yeah, almost, but you you've, you're part, in the sea, though, aren't you? You've made you're that in... decision, I guess. But if, it, if it's, it's like when they is... say shark infested waters, it's like it's their fucking house. You know, you've made that decision to go point, there, haven't you? But if you're, I always think if you're going in the sea and you accept the odds of the danger, right? If that thing arrives, you think, well. It's not been my day, is it? Look, yeah, I, we always talk about ambergris on this show, and I'm obsessed with finding some ambergris on the beach, and that's why I moved to the sea. There you go. I want to become a famous metal detectorist 
uh, and I want to find some ambergris. Um, so, Charlie, thank you for joining us. Uh, I, I mean, I guess we kind of explained what you do here at, mm. at Stack. Uh, I think it's nice to sort of Keep... touch base. Oh, yeah, mate. Thanks for having me. And thanks for being a cracking guest. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Uh, I do believe Luke Moore will be back for the show. If you want to get to the show in the meantime, it's very simple. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com and you can check us out on uh, Twitter and Instagram and stuff uh, at uh, Luke and Pete Show. Ta-ta! See ya. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.